On the Scare Guy Show, we have John Schnitter. He's the director and producer of the awesome new documentary that you can find on Netflix called Haunters, The Art of the Scare. All of us have seen it. It's pretty awesome. It's all about the scare and haunt industry, the players, and the future of the haunt industry. Also, some of the most extreme haunted houses you will see out there. McKamey Manor, we're coming for you. John, he's going to take us on one wild, crazy, scary night tonight. Pay attention. Hey, Jim. Yeah? <laughs> Featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. Over there, Luke. There we go. <laughs> what better way to start the show than with a scare gym? <clears throat> Welcome to the Scare Guys Show. We are glad you guys are tuning in this week. Um, we have such a great host. Well, host. We have a, such a great guest who will be a great host. I don't want to like, you know, throw us under the bus or anything. But John Schnitzer is with us tonight. He is um, the producer director of Haunters. If you have not yet watched this on Netflix, make sure you go check it out, guys. It's all about the scare industry. It's about everything that we love. You know, with Halloween Horror Nights coming up with uh, Not Scary Farm and all that stuff all across the country. This guy, he takes you um, behind to see some of the best scare actors out there. Char, just love her. And um, anyway. My name is Jim. I'm the managing editor here at the Scare Guy Show. And who else do we have with us tonight? It's Katie. You know, back again. That's pretty much all I have to say, I guess. Are you excited? You excited, Katie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your season. Yeah, yeah. I am excited to launch, I guess, officially now that we're in September, you know. Yes. It's like like heading out of the gate. Yeah. John. I'm John Schnitzer. I'm the guy you were talking about. Yay! We are so excited to have you I, in the room tonight. I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. All right. This, this we have whole thing here. We have so much to talk about <laughs> I'm tonight. I'm really excited. All right. Hi, I'm Derek. I'm Jim's friend. <laughs> oh, and, wow. That's not <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> And I'm a contributor to thecongai.com and yes. an occasional guest host here and a regular host on The Con Guy Show. Yes. So Derek, Derek is one of our main people on the Con Guy Show. Thank you so much. And he reluctantly sometimes sometimes comes on the Scare Guy because mm-hmm. he's not always you into need the, the scare You need stuff. the voice of an outsider. Yes, you know? and that is what he is. Yeah. Thank you so much. But he did watch the documentary. I did. Yes. You don't the, like scary stuff? I, I, it depends. I'm not, I don't I don't enjoy being scared, I'd say. I can appreciate horror and stuff when it's done well. You yes. know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of rap music, but I think Eminem is a brilliant lyricist. <laughs> you don't like rap music and yeah. you don't like horror films? Yeah. Out. Oh, my God. Out. Out. Uh, really... And on the couch. Who's that? Yeah. Who's on the couch tonight? This is uh, Cheeseman on the couch here. Your favorite boy hanging here on the couch every week. My favorite. Part is. of the scareguide.com. <laughs> He's going to rap it now. Yeah. <laughs> and I listen to Eminem as well. Oh my gosh! And, and I'm also a friend Does anybody of like Kanye? I like Kanye. Anything? I like Kanye. Um, Jesus. So his Vegas music. Speaking of Vegas, I, a couple of us just got back from Vegas, and I have a couple of pictures I want to share with you because I think. Do we have more pictures of Brad? No, no, no. Ah. So right now, that doesn't look like Brad. When yeah, we were in Vegas this week, and that's why that's I'm having Brad. a little bit of problem with my voice because uh, it's it was a loud week, and we saw uh, yeah. the Whalers. You know, um, um, the Whalers, Bob Marley, Bob the Whalers. Marley. Yeah, no, no, not oh. Bob Marley, the Whalers. That yeah. would have been a crazy trip. Yeah, but <laughs> the Ghost saw, of Bob Marley. That would have been appropriate See, for the Scare Guy podcast. Yeah, the Ghost of Bob Marley. Oh, that would have been great. But anyways, the coolest thing is if you guys have ever spent any time in the Mojave Desert, it's one creepy place. Yeah. And we were listening to a podcast on the way, way back talking about the paranormal and strange sightings in the Mojave Desert. Well, anyways, so we decided let's stop at a couple of spots and see what the Mojave Desert has for us. It doesn't have a lot, but it does have this. This is the world's largest Chevron station. Wow. <laughs> That's their claim to fame. There's a sign on the side of the road, and you go inside. And and that was the cashier. <laughs> this is pretty great. They have Bigfoot That's a big here. Mm-hmm. And then you keep driving up the 15 towards Los Angeles. What else do we have, Anthony? <laughs> have you guys stopped at Baker and seen the alien beef jerky place or the alien jerky? I've been by there and been curious. <laughs> They're building an alien hotel. They oh. have all kinds of alien this and alien that. They made a whole industry. And we have one more picture, I think. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. instead of Fortune Zol- teller, like the. Yeah, like yeah. Zoltar. Yeah. 
So uh, I didn't think we were going to have anything to show on the sh- to show on the show today from our trip to Vegas. You know what happened there stayed there, but um, we just didn't do anything. We took a nerd break. We took a, a, a scary break and just <laughs> floated around a pool for like. We just went days. to Mandalay, floated around the pool, drinks in hands, saw a cool concert. We could do a great reggae podcast though. Oh, that'd be! It was such a good show, man. It was so good. But uh, I, I came back with the same amount of money in my pocket as when I left. That means I gambled a lot. And then I got it all back, so I'm really happy about that. Anyways, but he hasn't got his Venmo request yet. Oh, this was so most, that, that, that was the most expensive trip. It. it should not have been. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Anyways, so Brad, who is always a, a a silent member of our show every week, he's always texting us. Brad, if you're watching, oh, Brad's already. Yeah, sharks are already on the attack. So Brad actually <laughs> went with us this weekend as well. And so it was kind of cool to get all the guys down there. And um, Scott, who is the um, the web editor of the Scare Guy and the Con Guy, he was down there with us as well. So it was a really good weekend. Yeah, we were we, trying we to... had a business meeting yeah. floating around, floating around the, the pool, so we're writing that yeah. weekend off. All right. <laughs> Just real quick before we head out uh, into the rest of the show. Last weekend, I just want to say thank you to our engineers here at um, After Buzz and Popcorn yeah. Talk, Anthony and Steven, for hosting us over at the, the the big compound in the screening room for After Buzz for a basically a weekend horror movie something. Yeah, fest. now I missed this, so you're going to have to tell us what it was like. Well, yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing. It I was got a, text a, message a midnight what, showing o'clock. of The Exorcist. Yeah. It was yeah. a midnight showing of The Exorcist um, mm-hmm. over at... at at the compound, I, I don't know what it's they, a house. At the house, it's not a compound. It's, it's <laughs> and, a regular house. And I think they provided um, margaritas and a riff track. It was mar- right? it was margaritas and margaritas and Exorcist. Those, and, and lots mm-hmm. of pizza lo- and a uh, lot, way too much margaritas and salsa. <laughs> and um, let's just say it was like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Like at the very beginning of the movie, we're sitting there, and Steven he turns on the um, closed captioning, and, it, and it's mm. on, and it's a great big you know screen. I'm like, hey, what? what? You got the closed captioning on. He goes, oh, yeah, you're going to need that later. I'm like, for what? It's the roast of the exorcist. I didn't hear a single word in that whole movie. It was wow. like the exorcist roast. I've never seen anything like it. It's the only time I've ever watched the exorcist and laughed almost through the entire movie. I, if there was anything to make being made fun of, they did it. Anyways, it was your first time ever seeing the, his only time ever oh, having seen The Exorcist. I, w- I was very worried about seeing it that late at night. I was like, do I want my first full <laughs> Exorcist experience to be like, all right, and it's two in the morning. I'm going home and going to bed with leaving the lights on. But because it became a comedic experience, I was able to sleep. Well, there you go. No problem. It was great. Yeah. That's your first time seeing The Exorcist? Have was, a bunch of people talk yeah. the whole time? Yeah, so that, see, I haven't it seen it either, so I'm kind of glad that I missed crazy. That sounds terrible. But, that sounds like the yeah. worst way to see The Exorcist possible <laughs> if it's your first time. Which version was it? The Director uh, Scott. So the Spider Walk. Spider Walk. Okay. But I, I may oh. see it again. Which one do you like? Do you like that version or do you like the theatrical version? I like the theatrical version. I think the Spider Walk ruins the flow of the movie. It's just, it's it's so insane yep. that then they have the stuff that happens later on. You're kind of like, well, is that crazier than what she just did down the stairs? That was the yep. craziest thing ever. I, I want to see the documentary and then maybe see it again after that. You we're, were at Scarlet when and Linda Blair was there. She was there That's just right. like one panel, before, one or two panels right before you. You guys mm-hmm. had kind of closed out the convention with your panel. Right. But Linda Blair was there and we were talking a couple she weeks ago. She told us like 50 times to just watch the documentary and not ask questions about Exorcist. So I figured uh, I need to watch no, this Every now. time someone had a question about the Exorcist, she goes, That's in the documentary. Let's talk about my dogs. And, uh, right. What, would you, we don't know. I know we don't want to speak. You Ill. know, it's a really good thing though, to check out for the Exorcist. It's a podcast called Inside the Exorcist. Oh my! And it's on Wandery, and it's absolutely that's the best podcast to listen to with headphones on, because they, the sound design is incredible. They take you behind the scenes, and they actually shared stories that I didn't know. And I'm a real horror nerd. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm just ready to hear all the stories I know. And that's fine. Yeah. But then it was a ton of stories I didn't know, including the woman that was the voice of the exorcist. I always assumed that was just some kind of effect they did later on. No, it's some lady. and She had a whole story about how she had to drink booze and smoke. and she had, But she was very religious and she was hmm. a recovering addict. So she had to have a, a priest in the room with her while she was doing the demon voice. Oh my god. It's seven episodes. What's he's the name of it again? Inside the Exorcist. <clears throat> so he's done Inside the Exorcist, Inside Psycho, he just did Inside Jaws. What? Oh, there we go. Yeah. And the Inside Jaws one's really interesting because they have some really cool stories 
I don't want to blow it. It's awesome. There's, there's stuff you know. I've read the Jaws log. I've read, watched all the documentaries. It'll be a lot of stuff you know. That. There'll be a handful of things that pop in and you go, whoa, I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah. And they even go all the way up to the most recent South it. by Southwest and find a way to weave that in there with Spielberg. And it's really cool. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. we got to check that out. Since we are talking to John right now, we have a, hey, Anthony, can we show the very first clip from the film? This is uh, John Murdy from Universal Studios Hollywood. Here at uh, the premiere, I guess, of the film. That was at the uh, the L.A. premiere at the Egyptian Theater, which we sold out All at right. Fest. That nice. was awesome. Well, this is what John Mur- Murdy had to say about it. You have to see Haunters. It is the definitive movie about the haunt industry. You have to check it out. Oh, they have, they have, they have, they have lots of everybody's creativity, both from people who do it in their homes to people who do it professionally. And it just made me go like, gosh, what have I been missing <laughs> all these years? Because it made me want to, you know, go to all of these different haunts and see all this stuff, this incredible stuff that people do. It's really inspiring. I loved it. All right. Now streaming on Netflix. Um, John, we would love for you to introduce, tell us a little bit about yourself. We're going to introduce you to everybody, and then we're going to, at the end of the, at the end of the show, the second half of the show is all about the the film. Okay, cool. Well, number one, that was John Murdy. So John Murdy is the head haunter at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Haunting royalty, we should say. Yeah, he's like the most influential haunter in the world, Mm -hmm. and... That reaction from him about my movie got me so excited and really emotional because (laughs) I'm a huge nerd of haunts, and I've gone every single year they've ever had Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. I still have my um, program from 1992 that has like the little orange insert that tells you about how (coughs) Penn & Teller was performing in the Star Trek theater. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I love this stuff, and I love what he does there. Um, with, with his part with with Chris Williams also everyone yep. over there they're they're incredible I mean what they do we can walk into your favorite movie and your favorite TV last year when it was Ash versus Evil Dead I lost my mind because it was like this is this is exactly the show um, and I'm so excited for this year because of Stranger Things and, oh absolutely uh, Poltergeist <laughs> okay can I tell you something oh trick or treat. It's 80s all the way, it seems yeah. like, this year. Well, know? there's a lot of 80s, but there's a lot of like, trick-or-treat was, was way past that. Right, right, right. And then, of course, Stranger Things is now, but it's flashback. Mm-hmm. So now, I'm really excited for all, for all that. And um, I am bummed that the Universal Studios in Florida gets the killer clowns from outer space scare zone, and we don't, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get over it. Yeah, look, when I, um, when I made my movie, I didn't realize when I first started that I was going to be going down a really bizarre, dark rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, it's it really did become about, you know, how haunted houses for Halloween have spawned a subculture of full contact terror simulations yeah. and how far is too far. And we saw how far is too far while yeah. making it. Oh, um, but I have a background in doing all kinds of, of fun stuff for Halloween. Um, I was really lucky... Uh, when I got hired by Tim Burton to do um, President Obama's first Halloween party at the White House. <laughs> really? It was like one of the coolest things ever. It was, um, he hired me to produce 3D ghost illusions of the presidents. So like you saw um, George Washington and he turns into a ghost. And um, I was at the White House for two days, you know, while Obama was president. It was pretty cool. And um, Did you meet the president? No, but I met his dog. And oh, cool. I was, cool I was like, I'm petting the dog. <laughs> this is a this, the president's hand was on. You were working for Tim Burton doing all this. So. That's right. Yeah. I was gonna say that was pretty no cool. disrespect yeah. to, to Mr. President. Certainly but not. Tim Burton. Know, like, you were working for Tim yeah. Burton. I don't know Look, which one I'd be more excited about: me, a uh, president, I'll or tell Tim you, Burton. I'll oh, tell you, like Tim Burton. So I sent him my intro to TV project mm-hmm. when I was in film school, and I thought he's gonna love this. This is yeah, yeah. this is a great. Intro to TV project. And it was. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I got everybody. I got Lloyd Kaufman to be in it for, from Trauma. He was really? doing Citizen Toxie. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, I said, Lloyd, I really want you to be my intro to TV project. Uh, he's like, who's going to watch it? I said, dozens. Literally dozens <laughs> of people will watch this. But I have an in with eight other kids. I think we might get to 20. <laughs> 20 people will look at this. And I'm like, I want to give you the opportunity. He's like, yes, yes, that's perfect. <laughs> and he had me go. He was filming at the Playboy Mansion. 
I met this one playmate. I'm like, would you hang out with my grandfather and watch Yentl with him? This will be a great part of the show. <laughs> it was a great, this is a really wild show. And then I sent it off to certain people I thought would really enjoy it. Mark Summers from Double Dare. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which he sent it to Tom Green. Then Tom Green and I got to hang out. It was really cool. That's uh, one of your idols. Yeah, I love Tom Green. Oh, uh, we talked about uh, that movie, Freddy Got Fingered. Yep. And I was really wanted to talk to him about the commentary track to that movie and the bonus features. Because the bonus features of that really? movie. Did you never see the bonus features of I don't his? think so. <laughs> the bonus features, he points out how all the extras are in their 70s and 80s. What? And in between takes, he would bother all of them. And all <laughs> the bonus features are him like spraying seltzer water on They're like, stop it, leave us alone. He's like, you're on my movie. I'm, the dire- I'm in charge of you. And it was like, oh my God. It was so funny. His commentary track was so great because, oh God, just his commentary track is, <laughs> he keeps pointing out the same, look, it's Rip Torn. And every time it's, Rip Torn comes back, look, it's Rip Torn again. Great actor. <laughs> Big actor. He kept yeah. talking about the budget. You know how much this part cost? Um, <laughs> that movie was a really expensive movie, too. But um, but I sent it off to Tim Burton, and his assistant was like, yeah, Tim really thought it was cool. If you're ever in London, look us up. I'm like, I'm never going to be in London. I live at home with my parents. I'm broke. I spent all my money going to film school. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to ever. Well, whatever. Fast forward years and years later. I get married, and my wife goes, where do you want a honeymoon? I'm like, I hear London's great. Oh, <laughs> I sent off an email. Now I know his assistant became his associate producer, worked with him for years, and uh, I was like, yeah, come on over. And so when I went there, I went over to their office, and it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> you Tim really did, huh? Yes, and Tim, we hung out, and then um, he actually showed me the... Um, the cookie stomping machines from Edward Scissorhands. Really? Mm. And I had a 3D camera rig with me. And I started taking 3D pictures of everything. By the way, my intro to TV project, the whole middle section, you had to put on 3D glasses. It was oh. like, and now put on your 3D glasses. Nice. But luckily, since only a dozen people saw it, you only needed 12 of those. That, right? I'm just kidding. Well, a lot of protesters came for the last screening, so we had to get a lot more 3D glasses <laughs> to the audience. And then they were just there to yell at me. You know, They were really upset about the movie. About the, the intro to TV project. Hmm. But um, they they thought I was glorifying the gay lifestyle because I interviewed a friend of mine who was a gay Samoan. And I'm just like, this guy is the most fascinating guy I know. He's a gay <laughs> Samoan. And it was really funny because I put my dad in the audience in the front row. And he's my dad's hilarious, great guy. Um, but, um, you know, this is not his cup of tea. And right, I right. keep cutting back to my dad and go, are you a little disappointed in this? A little disappointed? He's like, a little bit. I'm like, this is all your money. This is your money. <laughs> this is really disappointing. That show was so. We even had a cartoon, uh, Rabbi Shlomo the Jewish Adventure. His sideburns are switchblades, yet exploding yarmulkes. This is a really classy show. And um, it, Tim was just like asking questions about the 3D in the show and the 3D that I do. And I grew up loving, th- like, I'm, I grew up like being in love with so many subcultures horror, 3D, comics. Right. So it's like. You know, I formed this company called The Brain Factory. Yeah. And so we did really wild. We've done virtual reality projects, um, 3D, all that stuff. So I hung out with Tim Burton for a while. And then we, I did, uh, he had me do, um, produce a 3D lenticular for his MoMA art show. Lenticular is like um, when you have 3D on plastic and mm-hmm. you move it and like animates a little bit and moves around. Yeah. So is, it the, the, is it the thing that spins? It doesn't always spin. But it's like, um, you know, it's as simple as like those movie posters in the theaters that were just in 3D that leap out at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a mix of that kind of stuff. And I worked with like my favorite people on those. It was really awesome. And then we did the White House, which was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And then after that, we did a lot of cool projects. We did books for We did all the Tashin books, mm-hmm. all their 3D books. But yeah. And then when it got to... It was like, wow, the 3D wave is crashing. <laughs> and I've always been dying to do a feature film, and I love documentaries. And immediately I was like, I know what I want to do. i got to do it on, on Haunted Houses for Halloween. I have to do it. And I did a Kickstarter. This is yep. a Kickstarter project. This whole movie, this is, a, this is way under a $100,000 budget. The fact that we went from Kickstarter to Netflix is still... It's wow. amazing. And yeah. we are going to... Stop right there. Yeah, I no, that's the, no, that, I have more to talk no, about. No, no, no. <laughs> that's just a place to pause. That's a place to no. pause. Everybody, <laughs> we are going to hear the full story of Haunters. Once we jump mm-hmm. into Haunters, uh, we're, there's no turning back. So, because yeah. we have so many things. But, Derek, 
since <clears throat> since uh, Ben's not here this week, would you mind going over the conventions, the the horror conventions that are coming up? Sure. There's some exciting stuff on the horizon. September 14th through 16th is Son of Monster Palooza in Burbank, California. Um, October 12th through 13th is FearCon in Salt Lake City, Utah. And then October 12th through 14th, Halloween 40 Years of Terror in Pasadena, California. And they're showing Halloween that night in Eagle Rock. Anyways, but I haven't bought my tickets yet. And the house is in Pasadena, am I right? Correct. Yeah. You've heard about the Halloween uh, 40th anniversary. Right, but isn't Santa Monster Palooza in uh, Pasadena? Yes. The Pasadena Convention Center? It used to be in Burbank. Oh, no, 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 no. Or is Santa Monster Palooza in Burbank and regular Monster Palooza? I thought it said, um, okay, okay. I'm going to check. check. I've I've just got the list in front of me. I don't have everything else. Checking right Amelia, I was like, where do I go now? (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because we want to. I will find out. All right, I'll keep reading for now. Please, please, please. Let's cover these. Okay, October 12th through 14th, same weekend, Halloween Palooza, and I'll tell you what, um, I, I, I'm sorry. Is it Iowa? <laughs> I don't. It's Ottumwa. You live. I'm, I'm pronouncing things. I'm, I'm butchering it. I'm really Wait. sorry to anybody who is from that town. Derek. Yes. I got the Monster Palooza. It's at the Marriott Burbank Convention Center. <gasps> it's okay. back at the. Okay, so Monster, Monster Palooza is in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Son yeah. of Monster Palooza is in Correct. Burbank. All okay. right. Yeah. Son of a. You said Marriott Burbank. Yes. Literally Lovely. right down the street. Okay. <laughs> so glad I got that one right. Good to know. <laughs> Um, let's see. Then October 19th through 21st is Necronomicon, um, Tampa, Florida. And then October 26th through 28th is Spooky Empire in Orlando, Florida, which has the cast of X-Files. I'm really sorry. And then Kathy Najimy from Hocus Pocus. Right. You gotta love her. Did you, did you see the Halloween Palooza? The guest of honor is Nancy. Oh, I didn't read all that. Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Nancy Keys, who played Annie in the original Halloween, and Kathleen Kinmont, who played Kelly Meeker in Halloween 4. So this year's all about Halloween. I don't know if... I, I, I didn't warn you. I am. This is basically the Halloween show, uh, the Halloween H two O Part Four. Mm-hmm. But this year it's all about Halloween. Yeah, just Halloween. I guess. Well, Halloween's out of my birthday, October nineteenth. That's your Ooh. birthday? Yes, it is, and it's gonna, I'm so excited. Oh I can't my wait. Gosh. That's cool. We're having a special show right around that time. Jamie's going to come back. He played Michael in one of the commercials, right? Not Jamie Lee Curtis, but our <laughs> oh, friend oh, I'm so sorry. Jamie. <laughs> I know. I got, I got everybody all excited there. Huh? <laughs> our friend Jamie Avera. Jamie yeah, Vera. I know him. Yeah. He worked at one of the haunts I put on. Did he? Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah at, he's uh, great. YouTube. He was a giant zombie. He's a giant. He's, of everybody. He's a big guy. Yeah, he he got to play Michael Myers this year in, I, in a commercial for Universal Studios. I yeah, think, right. Right. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights preview. Yeah. So, for the uh, part four, maybe. So is the, is it the part four Michael he's dressed up he's as? He's the part four Michael. That's right. Because they've been doing they've been doing each Halloween. They did last year was part three. They did part two when you went through the hospital and the giant pumpkin. It was awesome. Speaking of Halloween, can we talk? We just have a, a couple of items to talk about news of the week. The yeah. movie Halloween had its, its premiere at Toronto. Toronto. Toronto Film Fest. Yes. Yes. And apparently people really liked it. I was going to say the reviews are in. It is supposedly a very amazing film. They said, all by itself, absent the original film, it's a great film. Hmm. With the original film, for those of us who are fans, it's a tremendous film. So, I, I, I Anthony, have you seen Halloween yet? Yeah, yeah, I told you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Multiple times, bro. No, just stop bothering me. But <laughs> right, also listen. just premiered. What? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, sorry. Also, it just premiered this past weekend was The Nun, which apparently did really well at the box office. What, how well? Um, uh, 53 million domestic, Too 131 well. global. <laughs> yep. see. Franchise record, second biggest. It's the second um, biggest September debut ever. Yeah. Too well for what it was. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see it, Anthony? Yeah. Okay. I saw it. What'd you think? It's like mediocre at best. Mediocre oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's well. it. That's Anthony. Yeah. Everything's mediocre at best except for Hereditary and what? Suspiria, right? Yeah. And The Thing. So it has the record, though, for September openings? No, no. It last year has the record. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That has saying. the record. It. Oh, the, yeah, it. Oh, the movie. Yeah, sorry. sorry. The Known movie as it. it. Yes. 123 million so in that's September. The, that's mm-hmm. first place. First place. Gotcha. It is still the largest uh, opening and the largest horror movie ever. Mm-hmm. Box office wise, maybe not um, influence wise, but and this is the second biggest in September. September's always been oh. kind of like a mm-hmm. a snoozer of a month, but now Warner Brothers and New Line have captured that month, and they know, kind of like Disney owns um, November, you know, and, and around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think Halloween's just starting earlier and earlier. Pretty soon it'll be June. That's true. That's, yeah. they're starting the Halloween. same way that the summer blockbuster season has bumped up more and more, and mm-hmm. it's starting in like March now. Yeah. But Anthony is correct that The Nun is not getting the best reviews. It is hmm. the m- most poorly reviewed movie in the Conjuring universe. 
But that did not stop anybody from that saying That sounds horrible the way you say it. In the, in the Conjuring universe. No, you say my, universe. I'm like... They're calling it the Conjuring yeah. universe. Look, conjuring people, one, Conjuring it's, two. it's really fun to hate on things. I it's know. so much fun for people to go... I, you know what's funny is all the people, who, like your friend who's on The Voice who said that he didn't Anthony. like his... But he, he liked The Thing, right? Yeah. Anthony? Yeah. So The Thing was so poorly reviewed and fans hated it so much in America and it made so little money that John Carpenter's career almost totally came to an end. Mm. And then John That's Carpenter right. was forced to make movies... That weren't horror films. He was supposed to go, go out of... He had, that's when he did Starman. That's when he had to do... Uh, I, I remember when he had to do Chevy Chase's Memoirs of an Invisible Man. And he that was John do, Carpenter? That was John Carpenter. Yeah, wow. And he had to do a lot of the things just to salvage <coughs> his career. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, as we all know... Is a masterpiece. Yeah. A lot of times, people see a movie and they go, oh, this is garbage. And then that ends up being... Well, it's garbage because you're mindset is so narrow that you don't see the future the way they saw the future. Hmm. I, I, I ran into someone who was like, Hereditary is the worst movie I've ever seen. I was like, how was the acting? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Amazing. How was the directing? Amazing. The, the writing, the cinematography, oh, all amazing, right? So shut the fuck up. Okay, that was one F-bomb. I, I was told we can get away with two. I'm going I'm to do the one because I get really passionate when I hear about people going, oh, this is no good. It's like, oh my God, I haven't even seen the nun yet. There you oh, go. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen there it. There you go. Why are you? I, I, I will mean, tell like, you. Come on. I will tell you because don't, don't get man, started on hereditary. When people ca- casually <laughs> just go, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna see it. Let's see. I'll, I'll see how I feel about it. But I'll. But you know, it's you know, James Wan. Yeah. There's a lot. There's very few. You know, horror directors. Now you say the name, you know them, you know the mm-hmm. tone, you know the feeling, and it's not easy to create an all new original character and creature and he keeps cranking them out like it's i know yeah but like at what expense like each one is deteriorating in in quality the more they crank them out and i think that i mean at least that's in my personal opinion that is your personal opinion yeah (laughs) i mean look he's drinking margaritas already i mean his first movie was was saw his mm-hmm. first movie was like a whole, a whole new genre. It yeah, was like yeah. it's a whole new thing. I mean, that's the. I mean, and then you look at look at his uh, his writing partner. You know, Lee Wanell. Yeah, who was upgrade. Yeah, upgrade was amazing. Did yeah. you see upgrade? Yeah, but I I have to talk, I have to like kind of give it to to Lee Wanell because he's also has a co credit like writing for Saw. Yeah, and he also acted in Saw. Yeah, and he also wrote the Insidious movies, and he's also acting in the Insidious movies, and he directed Insidious Chapter Three, which is my favorite one. I love Chapter. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we'll talk afterwards. Like, cha- no, chapter Three doesn't get enough love, and I love Chapter yeah, Three. The camera going out the window and back again. Did you see Chapter Three? I see Chapter Three. Yet. Oh my god, <laughs> well, it's so <laughs> creepy. Personally, I, I heard it was really good. Maker. Oh, you had to watch. But it wasn't with the Chapter bond- Three a prequel? No. No, I, no. This is the... Okay, Insidious. Chap, chapter 3, they went on a different... It was like Chapter 4... It was Chapter 2 that was the prequel. Chapter 4 was flashing back and forth constantly. Chapter 3, that was just another story with different characters, different family. And Chapter 3 was so cool. They had this thing with um, this girl with these broken legs, and she's walking, and then she's like kind of... <laughs> Possessed. She's breaking I, off wait, the cast. I saw that. You hear the bones crackling the whole oh, time. I can't mm. take but, that. Oh, the shot though, where it goes out the window yeah. and there's nobody there. It goes back inside, then it goes out the window. And there's the thing. Oh my god, it was so great. <laughs> and Lee Winnell, like what he did with up. Did you see Upgrade? I yeah. I feel like such a, a loser. I haven't seen these movies. I saw Upgrade at South by Southwest, and then I okay. finagled my way into the premiere. And that movie is so. It's like a. Like someone uncovered a, a Verhoeven movie from the eighties. It's like <laughs> it's like RoboCop meets the um, someone. Oh God, someone else did the best comparison. They said it's like like RoboCop meets Terminator meets the movie Her, and it really is like that. Wow. Oh my God. It's like <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, just based on the trailer, I, I, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, it's fun. I'm gonna Sorry. I'm gonna speed Sorry. this part. Sorry. We gotta <laughs> talk about your movie. I know. We, we need to get to Haunters, but okay. Here's the deal. Look who's who's Whoopi this time. All is that what Brad says? I, I, I need to be Whoopi Goldberg and get us through this view okay. section. <laughs> what is that Brad's on him? Hey, by the way, um, Whoopi Goldberg does that. Speaking she of, she speeds through, you know, speeds people through the show. I guess during the day, I, which I we're really you. not doing now by stopping to talk yeah. about speeding through the show. 
Speaking of Trivial Pursuit for horror movies, there's a Trivial Pursuit is releasing a new version. All horror movies. It comes out soon. You can. Here's how they say that. The, the movie horror edition of Trivial Pursuit allows players to test their knowledge of 100 years of horror, including 600 wow. questions relating to psychological thrillers, epic monster films, the paranormal, and the goriest and most disturbing cinema of all time. Hmm. Trivial Pursuit horror movie edition is available at GameStop stores and on Amazon. So that and includes Toy the Wiz. classic monsters, then. Yes. And also... Like- it's it's everything. It's yeah. everything. But like we're sitting here talking about all this horror movie trivia. I can't. That would probably be an awesome game to play for buffs like us. Well, like us, not you. Derek. Like you, you guys, you would lose out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could probably beat you in just about any other Trivial Pursuit gym. Probably. I am not going to dispute. <laughs> yeah. But there's no chance that you. Yeah, you'd totally uh, take me in that one. All right, and mm-hmm. the movie The House with the Clock in Its Walls, which is pseudo horror, yeah, is it's being, a kids horror. It's kids horror is being released in IMAX theaters with a remastered Michael Jackson's Thriller in 3D. Interesting, yeah. yeah. which is kind of a cool what? announcement that came out yeah. this week. Yeah, that's weird. Is that kind of cool? Anyways, weirdly awesome. Well, they've yeah. had that thriller for a long time now, and they've mm-hmm. only been able to release it a couple of times because of the estate. But when they did mm-hmm. release it uh, years ago, I saw it at the Chinese theater. It was gorgeous 3D. Absolutely beautiful. What you saw Thriller in 3D? Yeah, it's incredible. Like John Landis supervised mm-hmm. the whole thing. You know, yeah. this is like it's really incredible. I think it's a masterpiece. Did. Middle, I mean, miniature movie. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So if great. you're ever like in uh, Silver Lake or like what the Echo Park area, that you always get parking by the Thriller House. There's always mm-hmm. where is the Thriller House? I've heard that. It's you right over there. It's like this. And you, my friend just went just saw it today. I think she said. Yeah. Yeah. And where's the theater? Was that, was that the Orpheum downtown? Oh, I forget. I'm going to have to look at it. I'm going to go see the thriller spots. I love it. I, I, thriller is just, for those of us old enough, to, for me, old enough to remember when it came out. It was, I remember. It, it was it was a, a it was a phenomenon. I just remember. Remember when it was like the final time Friday night videos will ever show thriller, and it was done. It was off TV, and mm. I don't know what that was about. I guess they were holding it back to make more money later or something like that. Anyways. We're, let's talk about this uh, little film on Netflix called Haunters, The Art of the Scare. So, anyways, all of us have seen it. I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, you saw it a couple of times, I think. Yeah, you had it on one time. I, I didn't fully see it Before yet. I ever met you, I saw like, parts I was of it. Yeah, it yeah. But then mm-hmm. I, Rave I review. Well, I saw yeah. parts of it one time, and then you forced me to watch it again. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad we're here. <laughs> no, I'm glad we're here. I, I, it kept drawing my... My eye. I was trying to work. What um, was the show? It's the 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 big Halloween uh, store that's down near Anaheim, um, that has their their day long convention. I think I met one of you at uh, the Spook Show. The Spook Show. That that's where it's Spook oh, Show. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's what we had. A, they were the first panel they ever had. Yes, they had it in the warehouse. We were standing on pallets. And when Donald stood on it, the, the pallet stage started <laughs> falling apart. And I'm like, get off the stage. Yeah. And he's so tall that he stood there and he was still the same height as the rest of us. But um, That's where I first heard about it. I was like, I've got to go watch this. So I, I watched it that weekend. And then I saw you guys. <coughs> okay. And then I saw you guys down at um, mid, Midsummer. We were at Scarlet. And uh, we, so we were at. One um, of those conventions. Look, they're all, there's, they, look, they're. Yeah. They all have some something scary in the title. Yes, you know. But yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, we had a spook show, and then we were at Scarlet, and was were there with uh, Donald and Char, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of fun. For those who don't know, can you give us kind of like a, your, the basic premise of what what the documentary is about? Okay, so we follow. Okay, the main character we follow is Russ McCamey of McCamey Manor, mm-hmm. and that is. A lot of people were asking, why did you spend so much time on Russ? I'm like, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. That's why. You could almost do a full documentary just on that. He's so interesting, though. So interesting. You know, it's you're right, but here's the thing. If you just do a full documentary on McCain Manor... I couldn't watch it, You know, it's... It's intense. It's tough. It's tough. You know, when you you put Russ in the same movie as Char, Char Mayer, legendary scare actor... Um, first time I ever saw her was in a show called Play Dead. She scared me so bad I fell out of my seat. Um, she's she's the kind of monster that's behind the mask that she's scaring you for all the right reasons. She's yeah. a real entertainer. She knows how to do it. And I, I, I was only going to do one interview with her. And when I did this interview with her... And she starts talking about the connection between the monster and the human mm-hmm. and how it's an exchange of energy. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, yeah. this is amazing. And then we also had Donald Juleson, 
So he's the one wearing the dark glasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. his his story was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Donald, I have known since the sixth grade. Oh yeah. I uh-huh. met. Yep. I've known him forever. He's been my best friend forever. And the, I first I was the new kid in school at La Madera Elementary School in Orange County. And I was I had a bunch of Fangorias with me. I, <laughs> Fangoria and scary stories to tell in the dark. I showed up for the first day of school reading all this stuff, and he's like, we started hanging out, and they had a haunted house. And we were the, the, the end monsters because we made our own costumes and we, you know, we were really aggressive about scaring people. Of course, I, I'm in the movie, actually. There's a part where Donald shows a picture of himself in the sixth grade and he's wearing the uh, the army outfit with the, the, yep, the mask. Yep. Okay, yeah. I'm the kid wearing the skeleton shirt and the Freddy ah. claw and the... Yeah, it was oh. very make your own... It was 80s, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, I made my own weird little costume. But, you know, we became, like, best friends, but... I knew his family growing up, and, and his brothers that beat on him, and me too. When you I too? well, I was only I went mm. only went there a couple times in my life because it was so crazy. Yeah, and I remember the first time I met his brothers, it was his they were coming down the stairs wearing a mask, and I was like, "Oh, they're just going to scare us." And then they tackled us, and then they tied us up, and then next thing you know, out come these lawn darts that get thrown in the air. I'm like, okay, this is insane. This was like Deliverance mm-hmm. in Orange County. This was the crate. Well, not all of Deliverance, just the scary, <laughs> scary part. Not all of it. Not not that. Yeah. It was uh, not that at all. Uh, but it was squeal like a pig. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. But crazy. And I remember years later, uh, Donald was like, you know what I'm. I'm doing a haunted house with my with my family now. You should come. I'm like, I'm not going there. The <laughs> Manson family haunted house. There's no way. People have been arrested there on Mother's Day. I'm not going. There's not you. And then my mom went, and she goes, Oh, it's so great what they do. I'm like, What? What are you doing there? And then my, my whole family would go. I'm like, All right, I'm gonna go down there. And I went, and I was like, Oh my god, this dysfunctional family was brought together by a haunted house, mm-hmm. and I completely fell in love with it. And then it was funny because then his wife was like, this is, you can't do this anymore. We're having a baby. I'm like, oh, this is, this could be a good movie right here. And then his neighbor across the street has a haunted house also. And he's been having a haunt for a decade. And I was like, wait a minute. And his neighbor's haunt's fantastic too. And I told Donald, I was like, so you must be like really good friends with that guy. He's like, I don't talk to him. I've never talked to him before in my life. He's the competition. I was like, Oh, this is the movie. Yeah. This is yeah. it. Just house here, house there. And I start filming both sides, telling their stories. I'm like, this is fantastic. And the next day I show up, Donald's like, you know what? You're right. I introduced myself to him. What a nice guy. I don't know yeah. what I was thinking all these years. I'm like, well, there goes that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no attention there. So, Katie, you were talking about the, talking about it earlier. This was your first time seeing it. You watched it in two different sections, right? Yeah, yeah. I started and watched half of it, and then I watched the second half a couple days later. What would you think? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, like, I liked... As someone who was in the industry yourself. Like, so, sometimes when it jumps back and forth between stories, it can get confusing, but I, I thought it was all very well put together, and, like, you're like, okay, now I get to go hear a little, little bit more, but they were all kind of related in, like, what they were talking about at that time, and I really liked that. Um, and it was definitely interesting to see the, the personalities. Yeah. Because I think that is what's good with breaking up the McCamey stuff, because he's a very, like... You need something to break it up. Like I think there was one segment where I was like, "Okay, I need, I need a break." A breather, yeah, right. It's and, intense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're just like, and when he's like, when what I found interesting is when they're like, "Would you do your haunt?" And he's like, "No." He's asked, like, "The people that do this are crazy." But what's like, the reason he said they, said, yeah. they asked him why, and he said why? Because he's scared. He gets. No. Yeah, he says, "I have common sense." sense. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, because I have common <laughs> sense. That's right. Yeah. Because I have common sense. So, I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought that said a lot when he said that. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's literally like, I'm making, and he's not making money off of it, but like, you know, just like the mm-hmm. whole, I'm yeah. not going to do it. And or how, he, how easily he gets scared, like you know, yeah, by his snails. Yeah, he's terrified of snails. Yeah, there's the scene where they're working on it, and like people they're chasing after him with a snail or something, yeah. and he's freaking out. Yeah. Didn't he also say? A, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they said nobody's like lasted the entire time there. They last for a certain number of hours and then run away. Look, it or... goes on for hours and hours and hours. I yeah, I mean, eventually someone else was in there for six hours, and I'm like, that's that's an. I think that's long yeah. enough. That's a long like, enough. If, yeah. if I lasted that long, I probably would just leave because I was tired of it. If nothing else, <laughs> if I wasn't completely freaked out and losing my mind, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. But it was. Um, I mean, look, the fact that he didn't have a safe word is what blew yeah, my mind. That's, I know, that's, that's troubling. I mean, that's something, too. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to put black out of my movie because 
the Haunt community was really rough on Blackout when they first came uh, yeah. out. They were brutal to them. And Are you guys familiar with Blackout? I had only heard about it from this. I yeah, so Blackout, before. you know, it's so interesting. I mean, there are origin stories in the bonus features. So, the, look, I filmed like 13 haunted houses, and I filmed them for years. I filmed Delusion for three years, and I put them in the bonus features. And they're in the movie for like two minutes, and I love Delusion. I, whenever I had to cut something down, it drove me nuts because I was like, look, mm. the first cut of the movie should have been called like Hauntapalooza. It was just like haunt gasm. It was all haunt. It was like haunt, haunt, haunt. And if you're into haunts, it was like perfect. And if you weren't, it was garbage. It was just like I showed it to someone who wasn't into it and they were just like, what the hell was that? I'm like, you're right. You're right. And I thought about it. I was like, you know, I I'm not trying to do a haunt video yearbook. I'm not trying to do like a haunt like here's a bunch of haunts. I want to tell a story. And my favorite movies are the ones where you you laugh, you get emotional, you get horrified, you get freaked out, and by the end you want to have an argument with your best friend. You yeah. want to have a big debate. You know, that's a great movie to me. And there's even people now that have been talking to us online that hey, never went to a haunt before, never dressed up for Halloween before. They're just not into it. I know. And they got so into the movie because the movie picks a fight with you. Mm-hmm. When they start seeing the Russ character, then they go, wait a minute. You know, this might be too much for me, but what Donald is doing is so great. What Char is doing great. Then you get a glimpse into Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. You get to see a little bit of the not scary from. When you start adding it up and you see all those montages and you have those other moments where you get to meet the monsters and get to hear their stories, there have been a ton of people that have been reaching out to Char saying, I'm now a scare actor after watching the movie. They saw it at the film festivals last year, and now this year they're haunting which is incredible. We get those messages all the time. And she's well-known because she's one of the, the longest-serving scare actors, right? Right. Look, she's she's a legend. I mean, yeah. she started home haunting when she, in 1974. Wow. Um, and then, look, she worked at Not Scary Farm for over, like, 14 years. Mm-hmm. As Smiley, she had her own character that she created in the ghost town uh, streets. Um, but she also did Delusion, Blackout. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's done the extreme haunts. She's the first... Scare actor to do every single form of haunt. Like, she's Neil, Neil Armstrong of haunting. There'll be somebody else. There'll mm-hmm. be a number two. But she's the first. And I, you know, I think it, it kind of drove me nuts. I'm like, she needs to, she deserves so much respect because yeah. she's done every, she's done the hayride. She's done it all. So I didn't, you know, I, I didn't stress on the lower thirds on a lot of people. But hers, I was like, no, legendary yep. scare actor. Must say that. And she's appeared, I think, she, I know she was at Scare LA with you, and she's probably scared, uh, appeared a couple of times, and she's such a pleasure to talk with as well. well she's incredible. You know what's the crazy thing is? When the movie's finished, she starts telling me more stories, and I was like, um, she was in the original <laughs> shadow cast of Rocky Horror Picture Show as Riff Raff? What? Seriously? That would have been nice. Yeah. That would have been really nice for the movie, Char. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was like, that drove me nuts. And then I found the footage of her when she was 18 doing that. I was like, okay, that would have been. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear more. And she starts telling me more stories, and every story was incredible. Mm-hmm. But um, but her story that's in there is, it's a surprisingly emotional journey, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and which is uh, I don't know. I uh, people fall in love with her. And now when she goes to Whole Foods, people grab like they hug her. <laughs> yeah, we were at Monster Palooza, and uh, I okay. So I'm a huge fan of the craft. Yeah. All right, the craft is you know. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah, I watch yeah. it every year. And um, don't judge me. And uh, <laughs> I saw Feruza Balk was there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna wait in line and take the picture. I, I really am a, a huge Feruza fan. And then uh, I go up and meet her and take the picture, and I'm like, here's a button for my movie, Haunters. It's on Netflix. And she goes, that's the one with Char and Donald and Russ. I was like, well, you mm. got all three names right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Usually it's, that's the one with, with Charlene and Daryl and Davis. I'm like, no. <laughs> but um, she was like, how is she doing? And she had all these questions. She'd seen it like three times. And then I texted Char because I knew she was there. I'm like, come to this booth right now. And the Feruza stops what she's doing and hugs Char. And she's like, oh, my God, is your back okay? And this and that. Just, yeah, she got injured. Yeah, yeah. Seriously injured because when she scares people... They would punch back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, there's the people who get scared, but they show up, they're drunk, and they want mm-hmm. to rough people up. The thing that's interesting yeah. in the movie that you find out, too, the more you look at it, you're like, wow, the traditional mazes can be the most dangerous for the actors because mm-hmm. it's they cast a wide net. It's like, come on, everybody. This is for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody, though. Not everybody 
like that's why I have that guy in the movie Craig, not a Haunt fan. And I put not a haunted. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. I met him at my nephew's birthday party, and he says, "I hear you're doing a haunted house movie." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not a haunt fan." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you are." And he told me the story about how he hit a scare actor in the face, and it was like the worst thing ever. Yeah. Anyways, um, I wanted to focus on that in the movie too, because when people go to the extreme haunts, they're a little bit more mentally prepared. You know, blackout. Mm-hmm. It's naked people coming after you. It's the first extreme hunt I ever heard of, and it was like with naked people waterboarding you. Um, yeah, yeah. And but at the same time, the people who did it, they would test it out on each other first. And they would. And in the bonus features, you actually get their entire origin story mm-hmm. and uh, watch them working with Jason Blum for a, a purge haunted house. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. but a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. Because that happened in downtown LA, I think a couple of years ago, right? Was it yellow a few, a few years ago? ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic, but. Yeah, no, I wanted to capture like this the whole rise of, you know, these extreme haunts and Terra's entertainment. And I feel like when you watch it, then you get a great idea about the right way to scare, the wrong way to scare. Mm-hmm. You get a great discussion, a great debate, and it it sparks it sparks a, a lot of conversations. Yeah. I don't know if McKamey Manor would have been nearly as uh, well-known without your film. That's not true. He, I, some of his YouTube videos have following. like 10 million yeah. views. Yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 10 million? Oh I mean, God. however, I had never heard of it before I, I watched your film. I so. hadn't either. I hadn't either. I, it was like, <laughs> That's at least two more people who found out Not a lot it. of people realized he was a wedding singer. I, they no one knew that. I love that moment where you've got the split screen with like him singing at the wedding, and that's playing over all these video clips of the hunt that was my favorite moment yeah, yeah. i even I, I was even telling him like you've got to get l- let me film the the wedding he's like no i can't do it I'm like there'll be a split screen dude i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. split screen he's like that's a that cool shot brilliant <laughs> i am yeah. really sorry to say but we are kind of running up against a, a wall here of time in the studio but um derek you said that your most i we just had to get this in you, the most mm-hmm. interesting part of the film for you were was the journey of um what's the guy's name with the glasses donald Your friend? donald oh uh, yeah just the interesting thing talking about that being a motivation for him and how like he was able to kind of like having been beaten up as a younger brother being able to channel that into this and in a way that isn't really i guess causing physical harm to people permanently i don't know well he doesn't touch anybody I love, he's, he's a I traditional boot scare yeah. maze and okay. i love that i love and he and his wife are doing all right Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yes. There's still. I, I. I thought the whole time I was filming, I'm like, they're gonna get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Bad for them. Interesting for the movie. Yeah. But um, no. It, no. They're they're still that's together. Awesome. I love that she was supporting him in that. that was yeah. Great. It was a. It's. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to have you back on to talk because I just don't yeah. think there's enough time to go through it because I just want to get into like where you think the the, the future of haunts mm-hmm. are going. But as we are wrapping up here, I everyone. Can you tell us where we can see the movie, the bonus features, all that stuff, how people can see the movie? Okay, so it's streaming on Netflix. And show your t-shirt. And, yeah, yeah. well, by the way, yeah. take a look at the mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Adam Rabelais did the shirt. Uh, Fright Rags is going to be putting out the shirt and an enamel pin. That's awesome. I'm so, like, I'm a... I'm a horror geek, so this is really I scanned exciting. it. I scanned your pin. That's, That's right, the button. So we have... Okay, so there's a few things you should know. Okay. So it's on Netflix, streaming on Netflix... The bonus features, 30 minutes of bonus features that are like, it's like mm-hmm. seven mini documentaries. I spent months on these. I was I'm obsessed over them, and they're a lot of fun to just haunt out to. It's a lot of fun. Nothing that's going to freak you out. It's really just it's a lot of fun. Um, so that's on iTunes Extras, on Amazon, and if you on Amazon if you buy the DVD or the Blu-ray. So you it's either the DVD, Blu-ray, or iTunes Extras to get the 30 minutes of bonus features. Um if you go to hauntersmovie.com, you'll see a lot of cool stuff. But the cool, my favorite thing I've, I've been putting together for a while now is called HauntBot. Okay, so if you go to my Facebook page, Haunters the Movie, that's it. Just go to Haunters the Movie. You're going to find the HauntBot. The HauntBot will interact with you. It'll help you find a haunt. That's awesome. <laughs> it's going to do a lot of cool things. Um, I haven't put all the haunts in yet, but it takes you behind the scenes of the movie. And... September 25th, Tuesday, September 25th, we're having a live stream where you're going to do, one second. It's getting dry in here. You're going to do a live stream with us. So basically, everyone's going to watch. We're going to have a countdown on Netflix. You're going to watch it. And then you can ask us questions. Char's going to be there. Donald's going to be there. We're going to be inside the 17th door haunted house. Oh, fantastic. Darren Lynn Bowsman. Darren Lynn Bowsman, the director of Saw 2, 3, and 4. 
also the creator of the Tension Experience, the Lust Experience, and Theater Macabre. He'll be in there too. And so we're going to have a ton of other guests and we're going to answer questions. And any, like our favorite questions, going to win prizes. DVDs, posters, tickets to our favorite haunts. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Please uh, let us post that and talk about that. Uh, let us know any information. Also, anytime somebody can see a. If the if hunters sometimes I know it makes the circuits it goes to a lot of festivals and things if it's coming near you guys we'll we'll try to let you guys know about it so that you can check it out thank you so much for being on the show tonight thank you. again thank you. we are gonna have you back on just because uh, we just have run out of time I know that you might be making mm-hmm. a stop near movie horror movie news weekly with Anthony dun 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 there's a plug for that show and <clears throat> wherever wherever else um, that we can find you so again everybody. Check out Haunters on Netflix right now. Haunters, the art of the scare, and be paying attention to our site there. Also, your website is... Hauntersmovie.com. Hauntersmovie.com, and follow him on social media. There's got a, he's, This guy's got a lot going on. And I have a feeling this is not the last we're going to hear about uh, some of the characters in, the, in your film. Maybe we'll get a sequel. That would be awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. My name is Jim. I am the managing editor here at thescareguy.com. Please follow us on Twitter at ScareGuy. Please follow us on Instagram on the Scare Guy. And please follow, uh, like us on YouTube. All that stuff to make us a popular show. I always mess up at the end. All right, Katie. What, uh, my it. name's Katie. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Katie's Fairy Tale. I am a cosplayer, nerd, just overall media lover. So. All right. And yourself. Oh. I already told you. Hauntersmovie.com. Go to Hauntersmovie.com. If you go to Instagram, you can go to um, Haunters, the movie. That, you know, go to Haunters the Movie on Instagram. And right now, it's the um, the guys who do the Houses October build talking about Haunters, which yes. is really cool. Hey, I'm Derek. I'm a contributor to theconguy.com. You can find me on Twitter at ConGuyDerek, or you can put down your phone and go outside. <laughs> and I'm Cheeseman on the Couch. You can find me on Twitter at CheeseOnCouch and on TheScareGuy.com. Thank you guys for watching this week. We did not get a chance to show the trailer that we just, we, we had it ready to go. Go onto our website, the, thescareguy.com. We're going to have the trailer there and t- check it out. They have all kinds of awards that they've been winning. I can't wait to um, share this guy with you guys. All right. All right. Thanks a lot for coming on tonight. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. All right. Good night. And my throat's breaking. Oh, From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.